nostalgic restaurateurs. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. Well, hey, I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you laugh, you know, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I guess I just had I just had a bit of flourish when I said mine, but you just rolled right through. You're you're a consummate professional. I'm a pro, and so I do I do respect that. <laughs> You speaking of Twitter reminded me that uh, we we owe a special thanks to one of our listeners because for the longest time we were talking about radar love. What does that mean? Why is it called radar love? We don't know, but uh, we we did get a little clarification on that. So I just want to I want to share a tweet. Yes, we have. please do. So let me just keep vamping until I can get that tweet up. Okay. Uh, Twitter user at Kier underscore Lynn said the episode titled Radar Love is named for the song playing in the original broadcast episode when Brandon is driving to San Francisco. That's the song that's being played. And she says, I hate the fact that I know this, LOL. But you know what? I am, I'm impressed that you know it. And I thank you for sharing it yeah, with us over at uh, Here We Go Pod. That, because now we know. Yes, that is uh, so much better knowing that. It makes sense. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I feel like most of the time, if there's something that doesn't make sense, we should assume it's a music replacement issue, right? I mean, yeah. That's, yeah, that that, that should much. be yes. Anyway, thank thank you again uh, for for helping us with that. Today we're discussing season four, episode eighteen, Heartbreaker. Dreammaker. No, just kidding. <laughs> More like Dream Taker in yeah. this episode. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, uh, let's. Cr- no, what are we doing? Let's, uh, yeah, we're cracking open the condor. condor I was right. Condor I was right. You were. Ka-ka. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. <laughs> this episode originally aired on January 26, 1994. The Golden Globes, the 51st Golden Globes happened on January 22nd right. of 1994, uh, hosted by Tim Curry and Faye Dunaway. Tim Curry hosting the Golden Globes. Okay. Tim Curry and Faye Dunaway. That choice. seems kind of like kind of an interesting, interesting pairing to me. I, yes. Yeah. Um, do you remember when uh, Faye Dunaway accidentally announced the wrong uh, Best Picture winner? I do. And everyone tried yeah. to blame the other guy that was up there. Yeah, it was Bates. not his fault. Yeah. No, not his fault. <laughs> not his fault. No. Um do you have any guesses as to the top movies? So this would have been like oh, gosh, top movies of 93. Mm. No, I, I'm sure I don't. we talked it's, about them. <laughs> not a skill I have, but yes. Yeah. Hit me. I do want to know. Uh, well, best motion picture drama went to Schindler's list. Okay. Beat out age of innocence, uh, the piano and the re- remains of the day. Uh, okay. Musical or comedy went to Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Hello. Beat out. <laughs> Much Ado About Nothing and Sleepless in Seattle. Can you make a film like Mrs. Doubtfire today? I would argue maybe no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Maybe. I don't know. But, I, but I would lean towards maybe no. But anyway. Uh, drama actor went to Tom Hanks for Philadelphia. Makes and sense. actress went to Holly Hunter for The Piano. Holly Hunter. Musical or... <laughs> Have you been watching? Sorry, have you Mr. been watching Mayor? Mr. Mayor? <laughs> uh, I've only seen the pilot of Mr. Mayor. Every episode, I go back and forth over whether I like her in that show yeah. or not. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. That's Holly Hunter in a nutshell. You know, she's Elastigirl in The Incredibles, right? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yes, Is that of crazy. Course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, musical or comedy actor went to Robin Williams for Mrs. Doubtfire, and hey, act- no. oh, we already did that. Sorry. <laughs> Actress went to Angela Bassett for What's Love Got to Do with It. Oh. Supporting okay. went to Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive. Yeah, I don't Definitely care. Definitely deserved. Uh, and uh, Winona Ryder for The Age of Innocence. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Meh. I like um, <laughs> Director, of course, went to Steven Spielberg for Schindler's List. Yes. Uh, original score went to Heaven and Earth. Okay. I don't know what that is. All right. Apparently it had a memorable score, if not a memorable plot. Uh, TV-wise, no 90210 nominations that that I can see. Um, Best Drama went to NYPD Blue. 
best series uh, comedy or musical went to Seinfeld. Yeah. What's um, the deal? Jerry Seinfeld also won best actor in a comedy series. That's a stretch. <laughs> uh, Helen Hunt hey. won for Mad About You. Yes. And Julia Louise Dreyfus won supporting actress for Seinfeld. Um, I, and that's I don't the big know. Ones. I don't know if it's accurate to say that Julie Louis-Dreyfus is underrated because I think she's pretty, pretty beloved. But the yeah. thing that I feel like people don't talk about enough is when you look at things like Seinfeld or The New Adventures of Old Christine or Veep, it's like every one of those things she's like perfect in, she's hilarious in, and they could not be more different from one another. Yeah. I don't feel like she gets enough praise for just how versatile she is. Yeah. Oh, I love Veep. It's yeah, so all of those shows. New Christine, New Adventures of Old Christine. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen that one, but it's I... on HB. It's on HBO Max now. So oh, you gotta get, you gotta yeah, get on I gotta it. get on so that. Funny. So funny. So um, funny. TV wise, um, uh, moving past the Golden Globes. TV yes, wise, yes. Uh, two new shows came out around this time: Babylon Five. Okay. Which I have not seen, but I know it's uh, oh, boy, clout. I know. The thing with Babylon 5 is I feel like I should like it. I feel like I should want to watch it. I've tried a few times and I just can't. I don't know. I just I just can't. But here's what I respect about it. J. Michael Straczynski, who wrote that, had a five-year plan. And so he set out this story that unfolds over five years. And so things that are set up in the first season pay off in the fifth season. And it's just this perfectly self-contained little thing. So I, I respect that don't really want to watch Babylon 5 is the issue. <laughs> that's the only issue. Well, that's a big issue. <laughs> yes, it's problematic, sure. Uh, and also The Critic, which is a the yeah. animated show. Yeah. I do not know why I know what this show is. I think your husband knows what show it is, so maybe that's... No, I know he does, somehow. but I, I feel like it was like... I saw it on one of those like best of the 90s things oh. or something. Well, it's one of those, I mean, I don't think it lasted more than a season, but it's one of those ones that's, I would say, is a cult favorite at this point. You know, it, it had a an ardent group of supporters, and I think it's still pretty well remembered by that small group. Yeah. All right. Uh, take us beyond the zip code. I will. I will. This is more of a historical fun facts here that, that came up as a result of the episode. So in today's episode, Mark Damon Espinosa's Jesse tells Andrea that his mom is hoping that he'll be the first Latino Supreme court justice. In reality, the first Hispanic and Latina Supreme Court justice wouldn't sit in the Supreme Court until 2009, when President Barack Obama nominated Justice Sonia Sotomayor to fill the seat formerly held by Justice David Souter. Uh, at the time of our recording, she's still on the Supreme Court, and in 2021, she's sworn Senator Kamala Harris as the first female vice president of the United States. All right. Wow, 2009. Yeah. That is yeah. late. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's late. It's a full 15 years after this episode aired, so. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. All right, let's, uh, let's look at our synopsis for Heartbreaker. Yeah. Nat agrees to give Suzanne a job at the Peach Pit, but the good vibes are short-lived when he collapses during her tour. While Nat awaits bypass surgery, his silent partner, Cousin Joey, decides to it's best to sell. Brandon's not having it, even though stepping in would put the brakes on his suddenly very active political career. Elsewhere, David's drug habit is off, unless he sees drugs, in which case it is on like Donkey Kong. Also, Cindy's going back to college, and Andrea finally breaks the news to Jesse. Yep. It's on like Donkey Kong. What are you going to do? It sure is. He's like, I quit. Oh, wait, there's drugs here? I unquit. <laughs> All right, who's living in Beverly Hills? This episode was directed by Paul Schneider. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still dancing to the music. I can't. It really gets it gets me. Yeah. Uh, written by Paul Johannesson. We have a few recurring players here. Gary Keene as Suzanne Steele, Mark Damon Espinosa as Jesse, and Joe E. Tata as a beleaguered and unhealthy Nat. Poor Nat. I know. A couple of new recurring players. We have Joe Greco as Joe Busiccio, uh, Nat's cousin, Cousin Joey. Best known for films like The Untouchables, The Nutty Professor, and About Last Night. We also uh, meet William S. Taylor as Dean Kimball. Around the time of this episode, he was also in Beverly Hills Cop 3. So a lot of Beverly Hills on his uh, yeah. bio here. Uh, he also appeared in shows like Smallville, The X-Files, and tons of voice work, including the classic animated series, G.I. Joe. 
we have a couple people that I thought were going to be recurring players who are, in fact, not. So say hello and goodbye to <laughs> Michael P. Hogan as Jackson, one of the other DJs at the station. He was in films like Stay Tuned and Elvis and the Colonel. Finally, in, a, in an unusual cameo, we have Don Stark as David Shrink. Uh, he doesn't have a name. We'll never see him again, but he's best known as a Bob Pinnicotti on that. That's show. what I knew him from. Yeah. Oh, Dang that was killing me. That was killing me. Uh, but he's, I mean, he's, he's just one of those guys where you look at his resume and it's like name a TV show and he's probably done it. Um, also lots of, lots of movies, things like Peggy Sue got married, cafe society and star Trek first contact. So uh, a lot of screen time for John Stark one scene in Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, the other day I was just saying maybe after I'm done watching all of Modern Family, which is what I'm doing now, maybe I'd go back to that 70s show. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say that probably holds up. You know why? Because I just uh, watched for the, my husband for the first time watched, I for the millionth time watched Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. Oh yeah. Starring uh, Topher Grace. And then we started talking about that 70s show. Has some similar vibes to I Want to Marry Ryan Banks. Yeah. Oh, it's a better movie. I Want to Marry Ryan Banks. In all the ways. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Much better movie. No doubt. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. Let's. Because... This episode started and I stopped it and I went back to see if I had somehow missed an episode because <laughs> like it starts where Brandon, they're like, Brandon, you're going to meet the president. Yeah. And Cindy's like, I'm getting my degree in school. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. I really thought this must be, there must've been an episode that wasn't on streaming that I've somehow skipped, but no, no, no. we just are hitting fast forward on a couple of storylines we haven't touched and. 17 episodes i don't recall cindy ever expressing an interest in going back to school no i don't either so these were uh the real real whirlwind yeah starting this episode yeah yeah also this was the first time they uh that i watched this on the new streaming service paramount plus oh and how is that uh pretty much exactly like cbs all access thanks for asking all right cool All anyway, right. so we're, we're right into the thick of it. Here we go. All right. So, yes, as you said, uh, Brandon's meeting with the dean. I don't think I got the name right. He's the California representative for the National Task Force on Higher Education. Did I miss a word in there? The, you know, I, I know that they call it the task force, like, from here into eternity. So that was the one that I latched on to. I believe you if that's what you All said. Right. The rest, something like I, that. Brandon's doing doing something. I legit and, thought this was a dream sequence because it's <laughs> it did, it did so kind of have that field. vibe. Yeah. And he's like, yes, you're going to meet the president. You're going to be advising the president. I thought for sure Brandon was going to wake up or somebody, you know, but no, no, here we are. This is it. Here we so are. So eventually when the task force like is presenting their findings, yeah, he will get to meet the president, the president. Yeah. Who at yeah. this point, what were we? 94, I guess, Bill Clinton. Yeah. That's going to say we is are. Clinton yeah. still. Yep. Yep. Uh, and that's all for that scene. It's a pretty short scene, but yeah. important information. Yes. Uh, we go to <laughs> the Peach Pit. Yeah. Everyone's there. Jim, Cindy, the whole Walsh family, Kelly, Donna, Steve, yeah. they're all there hanging at the pit. Uh, the world loves Brandon. They're all just, yeah. oh, Brandon, Yeah. you're so great. You're amazing. Yeah. Cindy now tells us she's starting a master's program at CU. Yeah. So going to the same school as her kids. I guess so. Sure. She's very excited about it. She is. Yeah. Dylan shows up, congratulates, uh, congratulates Brandon, tells him that, hey, this is just how Clinton started. Yeah. Which Brandon's hearing a lot from Jim as well. Yes. Uh, Bill Clinton famously meant shook hands with JFK in like high school. That's what, that's what all these references are for. Gotcha. So there's, there's, there's actual pictures of Bill Clinton shaking JFK's hand, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is. Um, he asks Nat if he still needs a waitress and suggests that Suzanne be the waitress because, uh, Suzanne is still looking for a job. Yeah. And Nat's like, yeah, bring her in. Donna and Kelly are talking about David. Donna's still very worried about him. And, um, Donna's saying that, you know, after their whole ski trip, she really realized that she wants David back. Mm -hmm. And Kelly tells her that he has started seeing a psychologist yes a counselor yeah cut to the shrink's office 
hanging out. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't help him he's with his so, drug problem, I don't so think. So funny on that show, though, this actor, right? <laughs> he is, yeah. Not his dad. Crack yeah. me up. <laughs> um, Dave is just, like, rattling off all his problems, you know, all the stuff he's going through. They're talking yeah. about the drugs and how the drugs affected things. And, yeah. Um, he says, well, I'm done with the drugs. <clears throat> yeah. And the shrink says, well... It's going to be hard work to actually stay off the drugs. Yeah. Drugs are a complete thing of the past. Yeah. And that's it. That's the whole scene. Yep. That's, Never see him again. <laughs> that's all we got. David is keyword. <laughs> Kelly, Donna, David's Kelly and Donna are doing like a yoga video that yeah, like Donna's a, mom a, sent. Her mom like mailed her a VHS tape of yoga, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So they're having, they're having some fun with that. Yeah, D- David. Comes Kelly home is like and... Kelly's like. Wait, you're, when when is your mom all about calm? She makes coffee nervous. <laughs> That's yeah, kind of funny. Which is truth. And Tori Spelling's laughing in that seemed genuine to me. Like it almost seemed it like did. that was like it an improv. Seem... It just whatever. It it hit her funny because that seemed like a real laugh to me. Yeah. So David comes home. There's kind of an awkward moment, um, but he sits down to talk with Donna. And tell her about the meth and apologize yeah. for the way he's been acting for the past couple weeks. Uh, I was today years old when I learned that speed was another name for crystal meth. Yeah, he said that. And I was also confused. Is it? I, I, I don't know. I guess I was taking the the word of known drug dealer uh, David Silver <laughs> on it. I, I don't know. I didn't... I'm, I don't know. I didn't think that speed was meth. I thought it was, I I'm guess I thought crack was meth. Are crack and meth the same thing? No, crack and meth. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the stupidest conversation we've ever had. No, crack and meth are not the same thing. Crack is cocaine. Oh, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm forgetting all my uh, all my training this from sixth so grade stupid. health class. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, speed Speed is methamphetamine, yeah. Huh. So there you go. All right, yeah. well, now we know. Okay, the more you know. David asks what he can do to fix things, and Donna just wants him to get well. Yeah, just That's get well. That's her only request. Yep. At the student union, Andrea is talking with Kelly and tells her that she is pregnant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And... <laughs> If I was Kelly, I'd be a little insulted. A little. I I thought the same thing. I was like, whoa. Because she, okay. she asked Andrea's Kelly. Like, yeah, you, you probably had abortions, right? I mean, at least a couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Kelly's like, she's not offended. Ooh. She's like, no, I've never had no, one. She's like, no, I haven't had to do it. No. <laughs> um, Andrea's not sure that she's going to tell Jesse. Yeah. Um, she's she's thinking maybe she'll just get the abortion, just not tell him at all because yeah. he's religious and she, I don't know. She's afraid. She's afraid of a lot of things. Yeah. Um, Kelly brings up that he wasn't too religious to sleep with her. True. Yeah. That and I thought that was a good point. And I mean the fact that you know contraceptives were involved at all. Right. Also yeah. sort of shows that he's willing to bend some rules. So. Right. And uh, she says that he deserves to know. Mm-hmm. And Andrea agrees. Yep. At the Peach Pit, Suzanne and Dylan and Brandon show up. Suzanne has this whole resume. Uh, but Nat's just like, you're hired. You get the job. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon and Dylan sit down and they're kind of watching Nat give Suzanne a tour and like mm-hmm. doing like the funny voiceover uh, yep. while they do it. I guess Brandon only wears suits now every day. Yeah, he just He's wears just, he just wears suits. Yeah, that's his new just wear suits. Yeah. So in the middle of the tour, Nat has a heart attack, and, and he it comes like on swift. He actually like swift. hits the ground. He really does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. He I was not stunts. expecting it at all. Yeah. It Joey was... Tad is old Hollywood. Yeah. He, he hits the ground. <laughs> Uh, so Dylan and Brandon are right there immediately. They give him CPR. Yeah. I, uh, I was curious yeah. because I don't know what to do if someone has a heart attack and they're not there. They said there was no pulse. Yeah. He's not breathing. There was no pulse. So you are supposed to give someone CPR 
in that situation. Yes. Just in case you're wondering. Okay. But he's doing like one, two, three, four, five, breathe. One, two. Yeah. That, I don't think that's right. In really? fact, yeah. I was just talking about it with someone yesterday. And yeah. they said, you're supposed to do 30 pumps. Yeah. And two breaths. Yeah. To the, uh, to the beat of staying alive. Yes. I like that. To, I know I that to, from the office. Oh yeah. I had um, to get my, I had to get my certification in CPR. I don't know, a year or two ago. And they, they said that in the class too. They were like, yeah. Did they really? Alive. Yeah. So they were funny. like, ah, well, yeah. I know that for sure because of, uh, because of the office that's just yeah. drilled into my brain. Sure. But well, I looked it up on the American the Red Cross website and it Do is it. 30, um, mm -hmm. it's 30 chest compressions and it's harder than you think too like whenever whenever you see it on tv they're just kind of like eh, eh, eh. yeah but to get those dummies to really work in class you really yeah you gotta oh, put some weight I can't on it think you about do. it because like you have to almost like break yeah break bones to do it yeah so, yeah but yeah. anyway it's good information to have out there remember staying yeah. alive and the number 30 <laughs> mm -hmm. people so anyway mm -hmm. we cut to the hospital Yes. Uh, cousin Joey comes out to tell Brandon and Dylan that uh, it looks hopeful, but he is going to have bypass surgery and that he has requested to see Brandon. Yeah. So Brandon, <laughs> screw you, Dylan. You were the one breathing into my mouth, but. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so Brandon goes back there, makes a little joke about getting attention and then like sits down and holds his hand. Yeah. And Nat doesn't say anything. No, it doesn't they, say anything. I don't know whatever they're doing to make him look haggard, but he looked haggard. He AF. looked like a ghost. <laughs> he looked like he'd been out in the desert for three weeks <laughs> and they pulled him in. <laughs> so back at the peach pit, cousin joey is like calling all the suppliers and canceling yeah. orders and yeah um brandon's like you should just tell them like you know that he had a heart attack like they're gonna yes yeah, they like up. him they want they're gonna want to know uh and joey thanks brandon for being such a good friend to mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. uh all right back at cu on just campus jesse is waiting for Andrea and she shows up very sad looking Hang so dog. he's like this is it yep. I guess we're breaking <laughs> I this guess you're breaking end. up with me yeah. and she quickly is like no we're not like breaking up and he's very relieved by that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. takes her around the corner to a picnic lunch he has set up yeah she's back in a cute dress in this yeah. scene that's true well I think the actress is hiding baby bumps now so well probably... if that leads to the cute dresses again you're you're on board I'm all for it this scene represents one of my most reviled TV tropes I was going to say that too I'm so I glad because hate it I hate it I hate it <laughs> So he, he looks at her and thinks, this is so bad that she's going to break up with me. And she's like, no, no, we're not going to break up. And he's like, great, then let's forget about it and go on a picnic. So Ugh, It makes me so mad. Yeah. You know why? Because maybe this is abnormal. But if I know something is wrong with my husband, or yeah. especially if he knows there's something wrong with me, he does not leave me alone until yeah. I tell him what it is. Yeah. There's no moving on <laughs> until that's, that's I tell him. That's the natural him. thing. Okay. Yeah. All I right. Mean, I don't know. Can't... I thought maybe we were weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you definitely are. But no, I this in this case, I feel like that's a... Yeah. I mean, you know the other person's upset. I, I just... The fact that he's just sort of willing to be like, whatever, is crazy. And yeah. There's no like, mistaking no. that she is very upset it's nothing Ugh. so yeah so he sits they sit down at this picnic and he tells her that he got into do you remember what exactly it is he's gonna be a clerk he's clerking in i, I don't know in san francisco basically okay. one of the high courts in san francisco okay so he's very excited about that yeah um she is also very excited for him um, and he's, he makes a comment about your hitch to a future power player. Yeah. And then asks her to come to San Francisco. Yeah. Well, he says hitch and she's like hitch. And he's like, well, maybe that's not the right word, but yeah. Come with me for the summer. So she does agree. And then he's like, well, what did you want to talk about? And she's like, nothing. nothing and they move on. All. And he's like, cool. All right. <laughs> Bye. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hate it. Hate it. <laughs> 
hate it. All right. Back at the student union, David and Donna are talking. He's going to be doing the show despite his psych- his counselor telling him to stay away from places that would, you know, yeah. cause him stress or cause him to yeah. relapse. Um, Donna offers needs, to do it, but he, he needs doesn't... to stay away from the radio and any any citrus. Yes, just those two things just cut that no, out. No, no apple juice. Cut no it out of your life. Juice. That's not citrus. That's not citrus. But apple yeah, just cut the... apples. Not citrus. No, really. Citrus is like the the orange family, like you know, grapefruit, lemon, huh, lime. So what do you? Yeah. What's apple then? Just apple? just fruit, fruit just, juice. Just fruit? yeah, apple juice. Yeah. Apple huh. juice, grape juice, that we kind of thing. We are learning so much in this episode. I, I know. You know what? When we when we have to go and put the genre of this, I think we move it to education. So that, <laughs> I think we should. We I are educating we the masses today. <laughs> uh, Donna offers to do the show, but he doesn't want her to have to pull the graveyard shift either, because as we know, she hates it. Steve then offers to do it, and it takes a little convincing, but David does agree to let him do the show. Yes. Bad. Yeah, that'd, that'd be fine. Idea. Mm-hmm. Don't let Steve do anything. Yes. At the hospital, Dylan and Brandon are visiting again. Uh, Dylan makes a comment about Nurse Ratchet, mm-hmm. um, which made me laugh because there's like a whole show about her now. Did you watch sure that is. show? No, I didn't. Did you? I did not. Okay. I have a feeling you wouldn't like it. I have a feeling I wouldn't like it. <laughs> I don't think so. No, that's why, that's why I opted not to. Uh, they brought this... <laughs> This card, it's a big burger. Big old hamburger. It really yeah. made me laugh. And everyone has signed it. There's a weird moment here because um, I, I was listening to this on headphones when I was doing it. And Brandon hands him the giant hamburger card. And Nat lifts up the burger. And it stays on there. And then Brandon is like, everyone signed it. Brenda, Donna, Kelly. And it sounds, I, I would. It's definitely. I'm sure. Voiceover. That's like ADR put yes. in there later. Yeah. It's yes. like, we understand what cards are. Like, we're not going to be, con- you don't have to tell us that people <laughs> signed a card. That's what you do with cards. But for whatever some, reason. Some producer was watching it like, what are they doing? I don't understand. Yeah. What is this? What? What's, Why what's is he talking the, to the hamburger? What's with the what's hamburger? On the hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to explain it. <laughs> Priestley's like, fine, I'll record something that says how cards work. <laughs> doesn't look like a card it looks like a burger (laughs) a card i get a hamburger no have him record something (laughs) (laughs) all right so then nat is asking about the peach bit apparently no one told him the plan uh he's very distressed that the peach yeah he's like oh no he didn't open in time for breakfast did he open in time for lunch and they're like um (laughs) It uh, is kind of crazy that he didn't have a plan for, I mean, what about, what's the cook's name that we never see anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't Willie handle it? Yeah. And now he's got Suzanne. We know, exactly. We know he's short-staffed because Nadine, whoever she may be, is out. So it's, you know, it's kind of bare bones. But yeah, it is weird to think that the plan would just be like, if Nat's not there... Plus, the peach pit is always packed. I do not believe that they are struggling. I would like to see the book. I know Jim looked at the books. I would like to see the books because I I I feel like he does like a lot of charity stuff. So maybe that is cutting into the profits. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know in my own business. So there's no every time they talk about the peach pit, it's either like he owns it or he doesn't own it, or it's twenty years old, or like he was serving Marilyn Monroe hamburgers. It's it's all it's all over the place. But maybe their rent is high. You know. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, we know he's renting. Yeah. So how does that work to sell it if he's renting? Right. Yeah. I mean, right? unless they're going to sell the business, like sell the Peach Pit brand, I guess. But yeah, he doesn't own the building, so. Anyway. Problems. Anyway, so yeah, they they tell him, you know, calm down. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Yeah, but back at the Walsh yeah, house. It's just, it's just your livelihood and your entire life is, is going away. But but sit here while your heart fails. Everything's fine. Read your hamburger again. It's a card. <laughs> you know how cards work. Brenda signed it. Kelly signed it. <laughs> at the Walsh house, Brenda, uh, her storyline here is just being annoyed that Cindy is uh, <laughs> yep. is on campus. She yep. really has nothing to do in this episode again. So. I know. 
anyway, this the script writing process was scattering, you know, putting out all the, all the storylines for the characters. Brenda, be in bonnet. Okay, <laughs> all right, next. Yeah, so she's she's getting annoyed that she's seeing her mom a lot on campus. I guess uh, they're you know running into each other a lot. Apparently, Brandon. Oh, he's. Ta- I didn't understand the sentence I wrote. He. They're talking about Nat. And Brandon thinks that if he didn't have the peach pit to go back to, that Nat wouldn't make it. Like, he wouldn't have something to be working for. Feels pretty true to It me. does, yeah. He's like, he doesn't have any friends. His life yeah. is the peach pit. Yeah. And Brenda's like, ugh. <laughs> Bad news there. <laughs> she overheard a conversation between Jim and Joey... Apparently, Joey owns 50% of the Peach Pit. Completely and- new information. Yeah, this is Completely new. Completely new information. And uh, they are thinking they need to sell it. I feel like this would have been a good opportunity to be like, remember when the Peach Pit was struggling? Well, Nat's cousin went in as a partner at that point because all the stuff that's happened with the Peach Pit closing, like Joey has never been a part of this. So it's it's a bit of a retcon. And I think they could have fixed it with like one line of dialogue, but whatever. Now Joey's a 50-50 50 50 silent partner i know at least keep a controlling interest in the business that you i know spend every day every second of that is a sweet deal for cousin joey nice (laughs) work if you can get get to do anything all right anyway um cut to radio station steve is djing his brilliant djing plan is to call a sex line which he does Talks to someone on the air. Yeah. Uh-huh. David and Donna are listening like, oh my goodness. They're, yeah. they're pretty uh, flabbergasted. I was disappointed with that because I feel like it could have been funny. Yeah. You know, like, but it wasn't. He was just no. kind of like, yes, okay. You know, just, there was no payoff. There was no punchline is all. And it probably cost him three ninety nine. dollars you know? That's <laughs> yeah. Um, so while they're listening, David is like, uh, you and me, like I should have, we should have talked more. I'm sorry about our relationship, which leads to kisses. A little bit of kissing. A little bit of kissing. A little bit of kissing. And while they're kissing, the music sort of skips and <laughs> cut back to the radio station and Steve has locked himself out of the radio As booth. soon as he walks out of the room oh, and they yeah. show the door closed behind, I was like, no, he's not getting back yeah, in there. Like, nope. Lock the door. Yep. Yep. At the Walsh house the next morning, Brandon, still in a suit, is on his way to a lunch with a Nobel laureate. Yes. He is all business. Brenda asks... Oh. (laughs) My thing autocorrected to G-Y-M instead of J-I-M. So that. That that confused me. Uh, That's his DJ name. Yeah. Brenda like whispers to Brandon if he asked Jim about the whole peach pit thing, but he hadn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's he's like you told me not to, and she's like yeah. When do you ever listen to me? <laughs> wah, wah. Cindy is asking if they could tell her where a specific building is, and Brandon's like, "Why, Brenda? That's yeah. where all your classes are." <laughs> and Brenda books it out of there pretty fast. She's got to go. Yeah, no <laughs> carpooling today. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so Cindy's kind of like, oh, she must not really like me at the college mm-hmm, so much. Mm-hmm. You think, Sam? Yep. You think? Yep. Brandon, uh, oh, earlier she had said that she won't be able to make breakfast anymore because she has an early class. And Brandon yeah. is like, well, we'll <laughs> always have Nat and the yeah, peach yeah, yeah. pit. Right, Dad? Yep. Getting Jim yep. to tell him about selling the peach pit. Um, he says that he's looked at the books it's going to be, if it does, if they don't open, it'll be out of business in weeks. Um, and Brandon's like, well, why isn't anyone asking Nat? Yeah. What he and wants? seriously, I mean, your, your point is a good one. I would like someone to explain to me how a restaurant that is that 24 hours a day, you know, 90% of the seats are filled. There's apparently one staff member who's also the owner. Like, where is the money going? Yeah. You know? Karaoke machines. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know jukebox maintenance yeah i guess so (laughs) i guess so at the student union kelly is reading an article about brandon in the school paper Mm -hmm. the condor look at that the condor there it is there it is (laughs) it exists 
Andrea tells her that she didn't tell Jesse, but she did make an appointment to get an abortion for the following yes. week. Heavy. Kelly brings up the rap line and how if someone had called yeah. and asked her what they yeah. should do, that yes. Andrea would have told them to be honest with the boyfriend. So yeah. she needs to take her own advice. It's insane to think that she could keep a secret like that from Jesse like forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't you don't want to be uh, keeping that secret forever. No. No, you don't. At the hospital, Nat is looking much better. Doesn't look like a ghost anymore. Um, but he is sad because he's talked to cousin Joey and they looks like they are gonna sell the peach pit. But Brandon, yeah. in true Brandon fashion, is like, no, no, you shouldn't do that. And he's got all of these ideas and reasons why they shouldn't uh, yeah. sell the peach pit. Yep. But Nat looks pretty decided. He does. Then He's abruptly, gone. a nurse comes in and is like, I need to be alone with him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down. She needs to be alone with him for a while is such a weird thing that to say. the weirdest way not she like, could have said that. Not like, well, I need to draw some blood or, you know, we visiting hours are over. I need to be alone with him for a while. <laughs> okay so such a weird okay line. all right it wasn't the actress's fault it's just a weird line not her fault yeah so brandon leaves yeah i would too <laughs> uh back on campus david is going to the radio station to find another sub yeah um he's talking with Ke uh, kelly about this and he says mm -hmm. that david and uh sorry that he and donna had fun for the first time in a very long time and yeah. that the fact that they haven't had sex means that even if they don't start dating again, they can still be friends. Yeah, they can just be friends. So that's good. And friends again. Kelly brings up Jackie and is like, Jackie thought that everything was fine. Like, mm -hmm. you need to be careful. And he's like, yeah. I'm fine. She thought she was fine, then she kidnapped Aaron. Is that how that story ended <laughs> yeah. up? I can't remember. Right. She kidnapped okay. her All child. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so David goes to the... <laughs> radio station and jackson is there doing his jackson shift jackson yeah and jackson really caves yeah david's like can, can you cover for me tonight and he's like no and david's like i've covered for you before and he's like fine <laughs> that's it i'll do it so yeah <laughs> so he's gonna around. cover but he asked david to go into howard's desk to get something no that's not a good idea uh and, and the emergency broadcast tape yeah, oh, this is only yes, a test yes yep. and uh guess what's in there some meth howard seems is, like uh, the worst he's just like leaving meth in his desk yeah don't, don't leave <laughs> meth in your desk i know look at my top drawer there it's, i got some keys and some erasers a little uh, a little folder of crystal meth <laughs> i mean i guess it doesn't look like anything if you don't know what it is it's just like a folded that's piece true. of paper but that's true that's true. I could have lived my whole life without seeing David lick that piece of paper. Oh, but it, it was gross. Yeah. We're not even there yet, but that was that I know. Was I'm gross. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jumping I'm sorry. ahead. Um, <laughs> all right. Andrea's dorm. Brandon comes to visit Andrea, and she's still very sad. Mm -hmm. And he tells her that she, he's thinking about running the peach pit himself. Yeah. Uh, because Great idea. he doesn't, doesn't want Nat to sell it. Mm -hmm. And then he does what Jesse should have done and sits down and is like, tell me what's wrong. Right. <laughs> There's yeah. obviously something wrong with you. So she tells Brandon she's pregnant. And I thought this was very good acting in this scene. Um, she talks about she's crying and she's afraid of losing Jesse. And um, Brandon's like, well, if he loves you, he's not going to leave you. Yeah. Because you are pregnant. So, and then they yeah, have he like says a hug something moment. like, he says something like, if I were Jesse, I'd want to be the one sitting here right now instead of me. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I thought Jason Priestley, you know, when she says it, he's kind of like, oh, uh, oh crap. Okay. Uh, you know, like he clearly, like you can see that he doesn't really know how to handle that, but he's like going to try anyway. And yeah, a lot, I mean, they have good chemistry, as we've said, good friend chemistry. Yeah. Not good prom sex chemistry. Right. But yes. Friend. I'm giving myself to you <laughs> on a carousel. <laughs> that's no, from season one never forget that's from season um, one nick can you make yourself yeah. cry on command on stage no mm, i can't either mm -mm. that's no, why i'll never be an actress in the I movies so. though I, so. I did 
Uh, I did send in my information to be an extra in a movie oh that's filming in my city. So Kendra, who knows? I want, that, I want that to happen. Is Jenny Garth in the movie? <laughs> no, not that uh, I know well, of. Let's let's see. Let's find out. <laughs> um, all right, at the Walsh house, Brenda. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. I skipped something. We skipped David at the radio station. Oh, that's good. Uh, Donna calls to check on him, and he says that he is going to do the show. So I guess he mm-hmm. told Jackson, never mind, I'll do it. Unless yeah, he'll this do is it. another yeah. night. Right? It's no, I think it's the, no, no, I think it's the same night. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I wrote, again with the orange juice. I know, yeah. It's not a lot of orange juice. It's, it's like not. this much orange juice. A little bit of citrus, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yep. I think out loud when I was watching it, I was like, come on, David. <laughs> I know. Well, both times when, when Donna is like, oh, well, you know, like, yeah. it seems like she'd be like, no, I am going to come down there. Just, but he's like, no, you don't have, no, please, please, please don't come. And she's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Not, <laughs> you got not very shrewd. Yeah. Not very shrewd of Donna Martin. Yeah. At the Walsh house, Brenda has gotten Cindy a whole bunch of CU gear. Yeah. So it felt to me like there was kind of something missing here because she and Cindy didn't have like a conversation about like, I don't want you around mom. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't even have a fight. So like to have a resolution here is a little unusual. Uh, Cindy looks horrible in that hat. Oh yeah. Oh, I just want to say her hair's too poofy and the hat is is also very big. So. It looked like someone took a still image and then like copy and pasted a hat onto that still image. That's how like incongruous <laughs> those two things look. And then Brenda turns it backwards as if that's better, honey. It's not. It's not. No. Not. It was and not. that's that sweater too. I don't. I don't like that sweater. But yes, she has a lot of CU swag now. <laughs> and Brenda tells her that she will try not to cramp her style, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which was nice. It was. Then Brandon and Jim come down the stairs Holy arguing. Holy crap! They. Yeah. They're like screaming at each other. Yeah. This was like, I thought it was going to come to blows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jim obviously is not for Brandon running the peach pit. Yeah. Um, Brandon somehow thinks he can run the peach pit and be on the task force and go to school full yeah. time. Yeah. Jim is like, this is insane. It was a full time job for Nat. It's going to be a full time job for you. And Brandon just keeps like stepping to him, just like closer and closer yeah. and closer. <laughs> Right. And right. uh, he says something very mean that I don't know that Jim deserves. I Yes. He yeah. says that Nat is the only person I know who hasn't disappointed me. Yeah. And Jim's like, well, that's not fair. Yeah. But yeah, it is a, it's a pretty big fight considering Jim has done nothing. Yeah. But answered Joey's questions. So, yeah. you know. His job. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So now we go to Jesse's place which is is it a house is it a we've never seen it before but it was no we haven't it was dark Mm -hmm. um and he's talking on the phone with an old roommate from yale about the clerk job but then he notices that andrea is unhappy attack sharp as attack i gotta i gotta point out a little i would have done another take on this scene because andrea comes to the door and he, oh, he's like, come in, come in, come in. And then he goes back to the phone and onto the phone as if he's continuing the conversation. He says, my old roommate from Yale. But that line is to Andrea. It's right. not part of the phone conversation, but he says it like it's part of the phone conversation. Yeah. Like his phrasing and his like position is like he's continuing the conversation. And I was like, cut, let's yeah. go back. Good director catch. <laughs> Thank you. So she tearfully tells him finally that she's pregnant uh, she even wrote it on a piece of paper just in case she lost her nerve. I feel like this is great acting for it's her. Very, when, it really when, is. When she says the thing about, I wrote it on the paper in case, it's just so, it just seems so raw and so real. I really had to give it to her for that. And maybe that's why, but this scene is is one that like is just in my brain, like oh. beat for beat. I remember this scene. It's I don't very know why. Good. Something about the paper. I just always remember that. Yeah. Very good. Um, so he kind of takes it in for a second and then, uh, he hugs her Yep. because he's not going to leave her right? because he loves her. He loves her. So that's nice. Yep. They don't decide what they're doing about the baby. We don't hear. No, we don't hear how that's going to play out. At the radio station, surprise, surprise, David is 
crazy on he the air. He's mile a minute. He's, nope. l as we said earlier, he's licking the meth Ugh. paper. Ugh. It's really gross. <laughs> it really, is gross. Really, really gross. And yeah. I was like, earlier in this episode, I was like, oh man, it's refreshing to just see like happy-go-lucky David I know. Again. When he came in, he like laughed or smiled at something. And I was like, I have not seen his eyebrows that high yeah. <laughs> in like a full year. It's been I, a so, while. you know. Yeah. So uh, we don't see if Dawn is listening, but usually she does listen. So yeah. I don't know Which if she's also hearing doesn't make this. Sense, but, yeah. but yeah, he's going a mile a minute. And what we do see is that he is Brandon's alarm because Brandon's yeah. waking up early to go open the peach pit. Yeah. Which. Didn't Joey cancel all the food? I don't really know. Yeah, what the I, I thought there's, that too. I was like, how's no he gonna... supplies, but yeah, okay. There's no food. Yeah. He meets Brenda in the bathroom who heard the loud music that David was playing on the radio and uh, asks if she thinks he's insane. And she says no. Yeah. yeah. Last scene is at the peach pit. He walks in. He's going to get his shirt off the wall because remember they that's another one that's another brandon taking that shirt down off the wall is another one that's just tattooed in my brain <laughs> and as he's doing that he hears the door open and the whole gang yeah has come to help first he does that other tv thing though where he doesn't look and he's like i'm sorry we're not open for business and then yeah. steve's like when are we open bro and yeah and then the whole gang is there and that's uh... another thing that in my life i've never experience that if i hear someone behind me i'm going to turn around and look exactly yeah you're alone in a restaurant and yet at like it happens all the time yeah on tv all the time all the time all the time anyway he flips the sign to, to open yeah um i forgot to mention earlier i read on imdb they said that in the scene where brandon and brenda are whispering by the refrigerator and she's asking if he talked to jim um that he accidentally calls her donna but I don't remember that happening. No, I don't either. That that seems pretty noticeable. I guess we put it to Twitter. Did anybody else notice him call her Donna? Yeah. Also, uh, IMDb says that there was boom mic clearly visible. Yes, in the radio station. In the radio station. Yes. Also, we have one song credit from IMDb, Let's Hang On, written by Bob Crew, Denny oh, Randall, sure. and Sandy yeah. Windsor. Yeah, that's a good one. So... That makes sense, probably for the Peach Pit jukebox. Yes, when David is talking to Jackson, you can see the boom mic like move back and forth and back and forth. It's intense. It's I intense. didn't even notice it. How did yeah. I miss that? That's a crazy one. Yeah, good catch, <laughs> IMDb. All right. Uh, 90210 snap is what we do next. I mean, I not collapsing. I, yeah, I don't think yeah. you can get around that anywhere. Uh, although the... Uh, the Jim, yeah, it was. It was out of nowhere. The Jim Brandon like scream fight was also kind of like holy moly. But I, yeah, you got to give it. to And me. I was like, so, you know, as you know, the premise of our show is I've never seen this uh, show yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, mm -hmm. maybe they kill Nat. Like oh, I wouldn't. I I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe they kill Nat. There was genuine fear for me. Premise of the show. Yeah, I I think you I think you do. You you just have to give it to that. And like you said, I mean. It's as if you had like a big bag of like flour and just like dropped it on the ground. That's yeah. how hard Joey had, Joey Tata hits that ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you learned that on the set of the Adam West Batman show. Yeah. You, you got to know how to fall. You got to know yeah. how to fall when you get bammed or powed. That's a, that's a fact. Did, did the episode hold up for you, Kendra? What's the verdict? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a good episode. I think it is um, a credit to... Uh, the writing and also Brian Austin Green's acting that it felt like such a breath of fresh air when he was acting like a normal person. Yeah. Because it was like, wow, we really haven't seen, like, he really has been different for the past, like, the whole season, really. He hasn't yeah. been himself. Um, yeah. So, yeah. there. I think uh, I, we're moving people's stories along. Um we are, but I guess that's, I do think it holds up. I enjoy the episode. It's a memorable one for me, obviously. Um, as far as moving people's stories, though, I, I get a little irritated when stuff like Cindy or Brandon suddenly being in politics happens because, you know, I mean, that's literally out of nowhere. Yeah. Brandon really, I thought Brandon walked away from that. Remember the last time we saw that, he was in that meeting with, uh, with whatever, the progressives, and he was like, this isn't for me. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh -huh. And now he's like, you know, the president or whatever. Uh, so I thought that was a little crazy. 
And I, I do feel like this season has been a little disjointed as far as storylines picking up and dropping. You know, I'm thinking of uh, Brenda and Stuart, uh, Dan and Andrea, um, the escalation of Jesse and Andrea over the course of like one episode to being like soulmates was a little crazy for me. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of like herky jerkiness in the way we're telling the story. But if you just pick the episode, you know, pluck it out of nowhere and watch it, it's a good episode internally, you know? Yeah. But I would like to see some of these things smooth out a little bit so we get back to the long form storytelling. Not that I want to see the like the frat or the sorority house, but like those are just gone. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like college as a whole is really not part of this, you know, like they're they're in college, yeah. but we're not focusing on college. So I'm not saying that's good or bad. It's just kind of an odd choice. Every time we are on campus, I'm like, oh, right, because they're like in school or whatever. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we see them studying That's true. Um, a lot. Yeah. So, but we haven't seen them in a classroom in a while, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Except when they You're were right. taking their finals post-Christmas. In, in January. Yeah. yeah they're post-Christmas post finals. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Well, Kendra, outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I'm the host of House Things, the podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. And I got to tell you, I just recorded an interview that I'm pretty excited about. I talked to Jamie Lee Rotante, who is a, a writer and a senior editor with Archie Comics. So we talked Ooh, all about her. Oh, uh, wow. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet you had a million questions. Yeah, I did. I did. And so we talked all about her Betty and Veronica stuff and just get, got into the nitty gritty of like Archie Comics, which was uh, pretty cool. So you can find that at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcast. That, that episode is going to drop on March 15th, but the whole back catalog is there as well. So come find me. What about you, Kendra? What are you up to? I'm Miss Muse Box 91 online, and I have a website, MissMuseBox.com. And I'm also the co-host of 90s Music Got Me Like, where yeah. each week we look at a different 90s song. So this week we are, uh, or most recently, we talked about uh, Real World by Matchbox 20. Okay. And we frequently have... Uh, polls on our yeah. Twitter to pick our songs. We just had a um, Third Eye Blind poll, uh, and I'm actually not sure who yeah. won, so you'll have to check it out and see. It's a real horse race with these polls. I'm telling I know. you. Like, I know. I'll, I'll see them on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's shifted dramatically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's always a surprise. So Anyway, you can join us next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with Season 4, Episode 19, The Labors of Love. 902, and here we go.